Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, a weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday number 88. And this week, we are going to take a look at something that I put together years ago, and I call it my Mastery of Skills Checklist. So where this came from is looking at our youth teams and what they uh, needed to get done. Where, you know, and, and the gauge was, where do we want our kids to be? And if we can get our players to master X skill at Y grade level, that would be ideal. And it was a way, or it, and it is a way, and we still use this today, to to help gauge our players from step to step to step as they move through our programs. Here are the things that we feel like that they should master as they move through our youth program into our high school. So, for example, we don't have uh, anything on the elementary level, uh, which we call fifth grade or below. There, there is no mastery of anything at all. It is just all about fundamental development and trying to get better and trying to get better. Then, when they get to sixth grade, we literally only have three things that we hope by this point, that if they've been in our program a couple of years, that they have really mastered how to do. To get in triple threat and what we call find the rim on every catch, that's number one. Second thing is getting open, how to get open away from the basketball. And the third thing is how to really what it takes to sprint the floor after a miss or a make. We want them to master those three skills by the end of sixth grade. Then by the end of seventh grade, we have some elevated expectations. For example, to be able to dribble consistently with both hands, basic passing fundamentals, uh, whether that's receiving the pass or uh, delivering the pass. Uh, being aggressive on offense. We want our players to be aggressive on offense and look to attack the basket. Uh, knowing what angles to use shooting uh, at the bank board and finding that angle to shoot at the backboard, and so forth and so on. So we've got six things at the seventh grade level that we would like our, our players to be able to master by that point, and, that, and that's the the grading point that we're looking at at 7th grade, at 8th grade, we've got about 10 t- uh, things. If they're going to be a freshman level player, here's 9 things that they should master. JV is 10 and varsity is 11. And each one of these skills build upon one another. Just like you would as a teacher in 1st grade, here are the skills that we expect our players or our students to master in second grade here, you know, they're building on their skills from first grade and here's the math skills that we expect them to have in second grade and so forth and so on. Well, why not do that same thing with your basketball program and think about it so that by the time that they are a varsity player, here are the things that they should be able to, to, to accomplish. For example, being able to pass consistently with their weekend. If you're on a good varsity basketball team, if you're considered a quality varsity player, you should be able to not only pass the ball with your strong hand, but obviously, uh, as, uh, be able to pass it as well with your weekend. Uh, certain ball handling skills, being able to attack a pick and roll and be able to make quality reads on a pick and roll, so forth and some of that. Some of, some of this is 
uh, verbiage and skills that we have within our system or our system-based skills, how we want to double the post, um, some of our pressures, uh, whether, you know, uh, full court pressures or half court pressures, um, so forth and so on. And so if you are also, and here's a great way you can use this, if you're thinking about bringing up a freshman to the JV level or a JV player to the varsity level, and again, this is for uh, your ideal situations, you're building your program, um, you know, well, what skills, if they're truly a varsity player and if they're really ready for varsity play, what skills should they have mastered? Or if they're a freshman and you want to move them up to the JV level, well, what skills should they have mastered, so forth and so on. This is also a great tool to use and to help your junior high and elementary coaches teach to their best to the best of their ability. How many times do you have it where you have a great volunteer coach uh, junior high or elementary coach with your feeder program, they're enthusiastic, um, they want to do well, but they're just not really sure what exactly to do. And again, these are things as varsity coaches that we do on a daily basis that we spend time every day working on building our program and building it the right way. But you may have an accountant or a stay-at-home mom or uh, whatever it may be that they know they have practice at 6 o'clock tonight and uh, it's 5 o'clock and they haven't even thought about what they're going to do for practice. Well, first of all, we have a template that we have put together for our junior high coaches that that they can use and they can literally uh, plan an elementary or junior high practice in five to seven minutes. Boom, boom, boom. Here it is. Here's the things that you should be working on. Here's what we want you working on. And it's set up and ready to go for you. This is also this this mastery of skills checklist. This is a way where they know, okay, I am coaching the seventh grade team. And here's the six things that Coach Plum expects for our, six, our seventh graders uh, to uh, be mastered by the time they're done. So I always have this in the back of my mind that, hey, okay, when we're going in on layups, I'm really emphasizing attacking the right angle and making sure we get the ball high up on the glass and here's how we want to hit the glass with the layup and so forth and so on. So this helps your lower level coaches because a big job for us at the varsity level is to coach our coaches. We've got to help our coaches be able to coach their teams properly. You can't sit there and complain about your feeder team program and the coaches that you have at the feeder team, elementary, junior high level, and say, well, gosh, we're just not getting as much out of this team. Well, how much, how hard have you uh, worked to make your coaches successful? What have you done to help make them successful? And so any sort of guidance that you can give your coaches is going to be better. So you have that practice template put in place. You have this mastery of skills checklist put into place at the beginning of the year. So your coaches know, hey, this is what Coach Plum expects of us. This is where he wants to see the players at the end of the season. And here we go. So for us in our situation, 
we're really only looking at this mastery of skills checklist after taking over the program uh, a year and a half ago. So this is our second season, essentially. So I'm really looking at this for our eighth grade group right now. Uh, We just haven't had enough time to work with our high school players, our, our high school players that are in place right now to really get these skills developed in a fair way. You're not going to give uh, a, a sixth grader an eighth grade test if they're not really ready for it, if they haven't had time to prepare for it. So we're going to develop our skills slowly but surely, but we're going to make sure that that foundation is set in a really, really positive manner. So for me, looking at my program, I'm going to really take a look at my 8th grade team, my 7th grade team, my 6th grade team this year, and here's the way we're going to really evaluate our coaches as we go into the season, and here's what we want you to master, and by late February, here's what we hope to see out of our players. Because you got to give your coaches a fair chance, and you got to give the kids a fair chance to develop the skills that you expect them to develop. I think it's if you're taking over a program and you have a junior and you expect them to have X, Y, and Z done a certain way, um, that's going to be a difficult turnaround. I think you make the most out of it with that uh, group of juniors or seniors, and you slowly build that, your expectations, and maybe, let's say you have a freshman class, okay, maybe that's a little bit more acceptable, and and you're looking at freshmen, uh, you know, do your freshmen have everything that it's fit into your JV, hopefully by the end of their sophomore year. But we're really looked at it, looking at it from our perspective of here's our 8th graders, here's our 7th graders, here's our 6th graders, and here's where we hope to see them at at the end of this season. So this Mastery of Skills checklist is something that I think is a really positive thing that you should share with your uh with your coaches, with your feeder team coaches, with your high school coaches, so that you've got an accurate gauge and you know exactly what you're looking for in the quality of players and the skills that they should be working on to best fit your system. Uh, if you uh, want a copy of this, I'd be more than willing to share it. Just email me, a pen and a napkin at gmail.com. If you uh, want to direct message me on Twitter, feel free, at a pen and a napkin. Uh, we've got, it's a big week in a pen and a napkin. Uh, We're approaching a couple of really big numbers here. Uh, Episode number 100, interview episode number 100. And we got a little nostalgic for it. Uh, That'll be dropping on Monday morning. I'm really, really excited for that. I am just stunned and and completely humbled by the amount of new followers that we've had. Uh, October is, is going to be our biggest month ever. Uh, we have almost have 25% more downloads right now than we've ever had in any month ever in the history of a pen and a napkin. Uh, not only are we hitting episode 100, there's a really high likelihood that we are going to hit 3,000 followers on Twitter for the a pen and a napkin Twitter handle. I am just humbled, overwhelmed um, with just... Uh, Humility. I just can't explain it. I can't thank you all enough for doing this and and following what we're trying to do. And hopefully, uh, a pen and a napkin has been able to help you and your program out in a very very positive way. So, mastery of skills checklist. I think this is a really positive thing that you can use to help your program, to help your elementary and feeder coaches and junior high coaches get better to coach your coaches, and it gives you a starting point. It gives you a north star so that you know what you're looking for in your players. So this has been Foundation Friday number 88, Mastery of Skills Checklist. Uh, Again, if you're interested, give me a shout out. I'll share it with you. 
and we'll go from there. So, coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.